0: Drums, my you can gone. hear me right, right, Alex? Yeah, you, Alex. You, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, we are I'm live you, though.
0: It's it's your yeah. It's I don't know.
1: But it goes it's away. Anyway, we are live here with another real news oh. quarantine. We are going to dive right into a review of Penn State since I have graduated. Uh, and I'm now a official Penn State alumni, I guess. Even though I graduated via Vimeo, I think slash YouTube. Uh, we're gonna we were having a conversation just about like, well, is college worth it? What's it like going to Penn State? What's it like going to college? Has it changed you? What has happened from it? So, I'm actually gonna let Alex kind of kick this off because I know you were starting to drill me with some questions. Where where do you want to go with this?
0: I kind of want to, you know, I think since this is when you actually graduated, like maybe a good idea is kind of like the start. You know, how are you, do you feel that you changed before, like from the moment that you walked on to the orientation to Penn State to uh, two days ago when you signed off on your last Vimeo? You know, if you, do you like what's your sort of story with that? Do you feel it, it changed you? Because honestly, I uh, and I have mixed feelings in regards to college, you know, I feel that the the vast majority of the experience and learning that that happened with me did not occur necessarily in the classroom like the classes were great and I, I learned that some of them were I learned some things yes but honestly to me the value proposition of spending four years and you know 40 grand on a college versus you know would I be able to again, do something similar via apprentice via co-op you know it like and actually having an internship outside of there, and like being in the real world it, it kind of you know it's an interesting thing but i do feel like it's more of a psychological like almost like a boot camp like where it changes you you know it's not like the vietnam war where you have like an IED go off in your face and you know like the Vietcom- just
1: say iud
0: <laughs> well you I mean that can actually happen <laughs> ever now you have some funny shit but like it's it's not the you know it's not the same sort of environment, but it's the same sort of like you know if I was a sociologist, probably that socialization where you're. No, fuck you know, me with the sociology! Oh my god. The no like in the in the way that it changes you you know you 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 go into a group you, the experience that you have at college changes you on a certain level that the only real other places that that might happen would be. Try that. The only other really apparent one would be like the military, or if you were like sent to some other sort of like maybe like a cult, like that sort of level. But you know, how like do you feel that you had a major, you know, change personally, philosophically from the moment that you set off to college to you know, walking away from it now?
1: I am a change man, I've seen things. You people wouldn't believe. Nah. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I mean, and I know what you're getting at because, okay, look, I like to give blunt, straight answers, but for this, it's going to be somewhat nuanced in more ways than I normally like to be because it's college, it depends who you are and what you do if you're experienced. For me, the person I was when I was 18 years old, first stepped on this campus. And the person that I am now, 22 years old, and stepping off for nine weeks and then finally graduating virtually, is a totally different person. I have more facial hair, I have a girlfriend, I have leadership experience under my belt, I have more hair on my chest, I have more um, experiences with things that I never did before, just in general. I, I it, It's... I mean, that's just anything in this in life is all about experiences. But in college, you, it is what you make of it. If you just go to class, uh, jerk off, and then go home, do your homework, and that's it, well, you're not going to really, you're not, especially if you're going to a big school with a big campus with lots of big people, big names, and big things happening, you're really wasting your time and not taking advantage of it. If you do like what I did, you spend your freshman year uh, on campus in a MAGA hat, building walls, helping out the Trump campaign, and then the next year, a few years working your way up the ranks in a political club, becoming a leader, doing some cool shit, bringing some high-caliber speakers like the President's Son, and uh, meeting people and getting involved in a radio show, doing a movie club, learning uh, Premiere, Illustrator, Photoshop, Starting a YouTube channel, uh, mm-hmm. you know that that's where you gain new experiences and skills, and you get into cool shit. But all that's outside the classroom. Uh, when you, um, when you, I, I, I've always I said this before many times on this show. I'll say, yeah, I've learned so much more outside the classroom than inside the classroom. There are a handful of classes where. I actually learned anything that I remember to this day and I will probably still use and that is my last advertising class web design, uh, news writing and shh, there's another one I thought I said can you remember it now it's it's not good but you get my point oh maybe my video, oh no I didn't really learn that much in my video class kinda already of learned that before outside the classroom, well you get my point so I did kinda of change
0: Hmm. I mean, I mean I guess it just well, like I get I get what you're saying with the whole nuance thing cuz like it's it, it really depends like it, it's like is it cuz you always try to the people always try to ask well was college worth it or whatever and it's like well it depends it's like there's a there's a whole bunch of questions you really have to answer before you could even ask that question it's like well so what are you trying to do? What's, what's, what's your personal goal? Like what's, you know, so are you getting into a major that's going to be marketable? Cause like, you know, certain, certain schools have certain majors that are strong, that are stronger than other universities. Like, right. you know, you have, you know, like the bit. For example, like like the Smeal bit the Smeal, uh College of Business is a, a stronger business school than a lot of the others in the country. But it's like, well, you know, you you have so you, but even then, you know, you got some you got some uh, majors that are better than others. Well, not better than like like, more marketable than others. Not all majors are created equally. <laughs> right, right. Um, like, if you're,
1: like you're picking, a, let's say, business, you're going to get somewhere. If you pick engineering, you're going to get a job. If you yeah. pick medieval studies, well, shit, man. Yeah. Uh, if if you aren't...
0: Theology g- or
1: if you pick... Gender
0: st- studies, or
1: anything ending in studies is a waste of time in my opinion it just
0: like I, I think a lot of like especially with like the good gigs and stuff like that it's like you, you you because they're competitive like you have to have a good resume like you have to have a good school good you know good experience
1: good you know
0: uh just a good overall resume to have and uh but i mean
1: well that's another thing too when i talk about my experiences all that builds on a resume i just remember yeah. something else i'm involved with a startup you know it's it's about networking the people you meet it's it's a classic saying but the more you know um, or the people you know is more, it's not about what you know it's about who you know and who you blow um but yep. you know the thing is it's it really like, you can know everything, but if you don't have a foot in the door, if you don't know the right person to get you a foot in the door, well, you're at a disadvantage. And if you, you know, all the things I've done help build a resume. And that's something I can't stress enough is doing shit to help build a resume. Because the hardest thing, is so hard when you have to try and get an internship or a job. And the first thing they say is, what experience do you have? I'm like, well, this is my first internship. I don't have any fucking experience. So, how do I prove myself? And that's what you gotta figure out. And it's hard. Don't get me wrong; it's hard.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I, the, the, it's like okay. So then, like, cause we, we, you know, obviously, we talk about politics, you know, every now and again. Very rarely. Okay. Very rarely. Right. <laughs> no, like, like, but, but you see, you see, like, okay. So if you're gonna major if you're going to major like in political science obviously you're going to need a total backbone uh, a total backbone of you know education and experience and stuff like that and like and so you're you're trying to get into you 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 got you should have like organizations that kind of help hone that craft of whatever you're trying to do and if you're you know if you're majoring in political science like you it would behoove you to work in a fucking campaign or something, you know, um, just to get some political, like get some experience in that sort of field, you know? So, you know what, you know, so you get a better idea. So it paints a better picture of what you're trying to do. Um, so you have, you know, but, but as we found out, like in our time that, you know, some of these some of these uh, political organizations on campus aren't that great you know when it comes to like experience and getting your feet wet and getting you know uh, getting your foot in the door stuff like that or, like it's not very good because some of these people don't take it seriously they don't take it they see it more as like a social club than an actual um, way of developing your you know your job skill your future job skills or whatever and then so you're you're stuck i don't know it 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 feels like it almost feels like it's a waste of time Mm -hmm. Uh, you know um it's it's kind of i don't know it's it's it, it, it feels like a waste of time, but it's like, I mean, obviously, for us, like, I like, I'm, I'm glad I've was in the like, I was kind of associated with some of those groups because I met some good people. But it's like at the same time, and, and I mean, for me personally, I wasn't a poli sci major, and I wasn't really looking to get into politics, so it wasn't my, you know, I that wasn't my goal. Like my overall goal wasn't to work for a campaign or whatever but obviously if you're you are a poli sci major or you are looking to get into politics you're gonna want to like go go into an organization where you're working and maybe working for a campaign or maybe doing doing stuff for a campaign and it's like to, to get that experience and so it's like you're not like like for the last couple of years you're really not getting that experience that you're looking for so then you know so you're well behind the power curve whereas you know like you or we'll just call we'll just call our friend ak uh that that you know like some of you are gonna have are either either have paying jobs for a particular campaign or you're going to have like a paid job for a particular campaign like, you know, some of that work, like when you, when you take, when you personally take these things seriously and work toward a goal, then it will be more beneficial to you toward getting a paid job versus you may, like, if you get your degree, then you're probably going to have to start from scratch right out of the gate. Whereas like you are probably not gonna have to do that yeah and, and so you know you're you're kind of already you, you've already got a you know big head start
1: I think Sci is a fantastic example I'm glad you bring this yeah. up yeah. of yeah it's not what you know it's who you know and how much work you put into it because Sci, yeah. I think we both agree uh, at face value is a bullshit major. I'm sorry. It is. It's it got is. some degree of bullshit. It is. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't pick it. If you pick yeah. it, that's fine. That's great. It's what you do with it. It's always what you do with it. My major, advertising, it can be a bullshit major too. It can be a bullshit major. I, I'll say it. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of some other ones. Like um, Even psychology... And look,
0: well, psychology is good. It's just, it's just,
1: it can like be psychology.
0: Bullshit. You can't just got like, like psychology itself is like a start. A start yes. To something. It's not like the end result. Like, yes, because you're not, you're not going to get like, like you're, you're not going to get a, a bachelor's degree in psychology and be able to maintain a reasonable living. It's not, it's just not going to happen. Like you're, you're going to like, it's one of those foundational majors for something for a master's degree that, you know, has a bit of a specialty to it, you know? And, and um, and that's one of those, th- those fields that's very competitive as well. And it's like, well, what, what are you trying, what kind of psychology are you trying to get into? Like the, the mm-hmm. psychology, getting a bachelor's degree in psychology is great. Um, if you're looking to build a foundation toward a master's in whatever field you're trying to get into, clinical research, whatever, um, abnormal child psychology, whatever, whatever you're looking to get into. But I mean, you, it's one of those things that, and I, and, and, and I'm, and I think there's a little bit of that with poli sci too, as like a lot of these guys, a lot of these guys that have poli batch like a lot of these people that have these careers and are established have masters or JDs or whatever. Um, you're obviously going to need more if you're trying to get more. But at the same time, it's like, well, you're really at a disadvantage. Like a lot of these kids don't tend to have the kind of money or the time to be like spending six years at a school. And like by the time you spend like a, the the totality, like say you get say you get into Harvard, you say you try to get into Harvard and then try to get a master's degree. And you stay there until your master's. At the end of your master's degree, you're talking about like a half the you're talking about maybe a half a million dollars, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, not everybody has that.
1: <laughs> What's the other thing? Is like I, I feel like, um, it's easy to waste time in college, and if you're not taking advantage of everything as much as you can, like you're wasting time. Like with it it is one of those things where would I recommend somebody go into it? Not necessarily, but if you are going to go into it, you need to work on campaigns. Like you said, our, our buddy AK, he works on campaigns. He fucking has done the work that really beefs up your resume, that really proves that you're just not a poli-sci major. You're somebody that's actually going to work. And I'm not trying to downplay the poli-sci major thing, but it's just, look, the reality is a lot of employers are going to look at poli-sci and like, they're going to be like, okay, great, but what have you done? And even with my major, too, like they go, well, what have you done? Anybody can be an ad major. Anybody can be a journalist major, too. I want to bring that up, too. Is I learned that journalism is one of the e- stupidest, easiest majors ever. If you can r- barely write, you will pass it. You won't make buying it. Yeah. It. This is part of the reason why ju- quote-unquote journalists today are so bad, is because in in these journalist classes, they don't Yeah, you're supposed to learn AP style, but man, I was reading so many articles that were poorly written, that were filled with so many grammatical errors, had so many editorializations and editorial words, and it just was terrible. I'm like, it's not hard to be objective. That's the thing I learned. It really isn't hard to be objective, but these people became lazy, a lot of them are not too bright, and it's a major that anybody can kind of do. I mean, journalism is kind of a bullshit, is up there with bullshit majors, because you don't need a degree to do journalism. It's something that's just in you. And if you can work hard, you can be a journalist. But, you know, if I, like, and maybe I'll say one thing I may have should have done better was get more into advertising sort of things. But I'll be honest, the ad club was so freaking boring. Oh, my God. It was just the worst. I'm like, I don't want to be here. I want to be a turning point. Starting shit with lefties and uh, trolling people—that's like, way more exciting than a fucking. Hey guys, I'm the chief executive of this random I mean, this ass advertising firm. Is, that's
0: that's a good point, but uh, and 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 I, I feel like like especially for Penn State, I'm not sure how it is on the other universities, but like I feel like they need to have a more of an advisory presence.
1: Oh, God, i got to dig into the like, advisors. Holy shit. Yeah, like,
0: uh, because, because I mean, it's it, like the, you're asking these kids to run these things by themselves, and it's like, well, how how are these kids supposed to know what direction to take this thing to? What kind of purpose they're going to, or motivation or direction... That you're going to be providing for these people, like you, 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 you can't ask that from people, and it's like, well, I, I don't know, and 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 like I feel like like there's, uh, like like we'll, we'll say the college Republicans, right? They don't have an advisor, so it's like the the when you don't have an advisor, the Um, chances to be a dirty organization are there because it's like you don't have you don't really have oversight you don't really have purpose direction or motivation like they say it in their like look they have a constitution but they don't really follow it at all and like I, i mean it's so you need that presence and it's like you need that advisory presence to be able to have a grown man in the room, going, "Okay, this is where you should go. This is where you should be." Yeah, you know. And that's kind of that's that's just how I feel about the whole thing. And I think until they fix that, it's going to be it's going to be a bit like. You're kind of setting these these kids up for failure
1: in that regard. Oh, like yeah. With the advisors to... at Penn State, they were absolutely terrible. Especially the – because I, I was first and uh, I, I was on the side. I had no clue what the fuck I was doing, and most people don't. Like, anybody that goes into college and like, I'm going to be this thing. I know I definitely want to do this thing. I always thought, okay, do you? How much of it have you done? Have you had an internship? No. Have you had a job? No. Have you taken any classes in it? Well, I did do that one, like, introductory course in uh, high school. And I'm like, eh, okay, maybe. But let's let's pump the brakes there for a second. Because there's a lot of shit that I could tell from the intro courses. Like, yeah, I don't want to do this shit. Uh, like, some of the business classes. Like, f- fucking accounting was the hardest class I ever took. hate that class. So stupid. Uh, but if... The advisors at Penn State are so awful. The DUS ones, for the, uh, when you're undecided, they, they, they tell you nothing. They're just like, oh, just do your gen eds and, um, yeah, figure it out. And I'm like, okay, how do I figure this shit out? They're like, well, you need to just explore your interests. I'm like, well, how do I do that? Well, just take some classes, you know? And I'm like, well, which ones? You know, that's kind of the process. It's like, it doesn't feel like anybody's really helping me. And I'm like, well, should I major in this? Should I do this? They already don't tell you. The com advisors, because I'm in college communications, were better. But man, these advisors were even telling like my girlfriend to take three psych classes at once, which is fucking insane. They just don't know what they're doing. They they, and and a lot of them don't even like. I think uh, my girlfriend had one. that was a gender studies major. That was a psychology advisor. Okay, they're not even, you know, their their own fucking department. So advisors are terrible you gotta learn it all on your own, you gotta do it on your own that's what I've learned uh... and like you said, you have no advisors, you have no oversight, you have no guidance and it's hard It's harder. so you gotta learn how to adapt to that uh... hope Alex can get back and he can start probing his questions but uh... what other things can I say about Penn State? Um, the food's not bad (laughs) I know Alex enjoyed the food.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, look. I mean, when you're when you're trying to attract big money fish, I mean, I would imagine that would be kind of a requirement. I mean, some of those cafeterias they do serve kind of like a golden corral type fucking quality. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, you do. You know, I mean, look. If you can afford it, they got some pretty decent spots to eat. Um, I, I don't know. I just,
1: uh, well, yeah, the food is like, I know my mom went, it was pretty bad back in the seventies or eighties whenever she went, but now it is, it, it's, it's, look, the first day you have it, you're like, Oh my God, I I get to have it. French fries and burgers and pizza every day. This is awesome. Then after a few weeks it starts getting to you a little bit, and you're like, you already start sort of cutting down. After about a month or so, you kind of realize, yeah, this food, it's still kind of corporate crap, but it's it's not it's it's not bad corporate crap. And you get used to it. You, you kind of even like it. In waves, you wait, like And you'll find like certain shit that's regular, like the burgers. It flips at Penn State or uh soup. I was gonna say stupendous, but I hate that word. Um, they were superb. Let's say they were pretty, pretty good for what they were. Yes, the pizza is garbage, yeah. uh, a.k.a. Uh, for the most part, yeah. except that, Pollock. It's not bad. It's not bad for what it is. Um, the the dairy is fantastic. Like the milk is. Oh man, you guys know I love me some milk. Really good. The yeah, ice cream's you, really you good. I
0: Love you some fucking milk, <laughs> I've never seen. I've never seen a. 20-some-year-old person drink as much milk as you ever in my life it's
1: how i get so strong yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks like it totally looks like that. i want to let you know right now. thank you i mean everybody knows i'm like this big buff guy you know my camera's off they know um but you know it's it, okay but it,
0: yeah it's but good I mean, it's like but I mean, you do, you do, you have, you have pretty decent spots, you know, like over there and, uh, over there at the, at the hub and you know, and
1: well, yeah, I, cause the I, hub had Chick-fil-A, had Starbucks, as uh some pizza yeah. place, it has a bunch of shit like, and the hub I spent a lot of time in too, cause it had a big ass TV with fake news on a lot of times, they had yeah. CNN on a lot, but you know, the hub is where the shit goes down. Uh, that's always a fun place. Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing too. Is cool is like exploring the campus. Like When you first get there, it feels fucking huge. You're like, this this thing is like insane. And then you, it, the more you, time you spend there, it kind of gets smaller every day. Feeling and you know, I, I do recommend like if you do sort of like exploring and experiencing things, uh, new things every day, like go to a big campus. Like it, it's fun.
0: Yeah, I I mean it's. I feel like, in twenty twenty though, it's like not. It's not really required. I mean, I mean, it's not required, depending on your like what what you're trying to do. Um. I don't know. There's, I I feel like there's just a lot of bullshit, because you have. You have your smaller classes and whatever, and then you have your fucking like your sociology you know Oh yeah,
1: college taught me sociology, sociology.
0: Is bullshit.
1: Yeah, like,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's bullshit. I am like I, I I well, no, I I'll take that back. Look, sociology it can be good. It's informative like when you talking about like the basics of so, the basics and the history of sociology. Like that I think that's like a a suitable. Those are suitable and helpful classes like to learn kind of see okay there, because the, I, I, I definitely say I did learn something about American history as far as you know you know opinions and what you know and some of the historical stuff that happened in the past And uh, but I mean I, I wouldn't consider that really a major I'd consider that like a minor you know, a couple of classes well like, no. no, I, I don't know I don't know if I'd even consider it a minor I'd be like <laughs> well, no I feel like, well, but but I mean, it's. It, I wouldn't say it's. I wouldn't say it's completely useless, but you sure shit can live without it. I mean, it's not like. I, I mean, I'm just like, but it, I mean, I can see where the the attractiveness of learning something like that, but not, you know, it's not a fucking major. I'm sorry.
1: Well, that's the other thing. Is like picking a major can be very hard when, especially when you're like me and you have multiple interests that maybe don't, they don't seem to overlap at first and you don't really know what path to go down. But if you're picking a stupid major, like, I mean, again, you want to try and set yourself up for success in college. That's really the sort of end goal is to set yourself up for success to get a freaking job they will actually pay the bills yeah. and make your life happy as much as you can. But, you know, at the same time, uh, I know Alex was, Alex was saying, like, his high school work was harder than his college work. I disagree with that strongly. My college work was way harder than my high school work ever was. It was. Well, to- he
0: was probably. Well, well, well. Alex probably had a. Um, he probably had a really good high school that, that like set him up for success. Yeah. And that depends on your high. And really, that honestly, that depends on your high school. And if you're trying to fix the issue of college and, you know, education and all that stuff, you can't have that conversation without going, well, what the fuck is wrong with our high schools? Like, because they wrote, so, because some of these high schools are real, actually, a lot of these high schools are really bad and they set these, then when they do get to college or whatever, then it's like, it's a, it's a rocky rock. It's a way more of a rocky transition than, you know, and, and that, and that fucks you up and that really handcuffs your ability to do other things and, you know, meet other people and try to get your connections and, you know, get your start with your, you know, connections or whatever. And I don't know. I, I, I definitely feel like they could do do more with the high schools. I and I definitely feel like they shouldn't have they shouldn't have college reform until they have some fucking high school reform. Yeah. And like cuz that like look, we're we're not doing our kids justice. We're not doing our kids justice from a high school perspective. I mean, there are a few exceptions, do not get me wrong, but that's not the norm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and mean, my high school is pretty average I'd say. It wasn't great but it wasn't terrible um but did still have a lot of useless teachers and even in college like, there's so many professors that are just what useless oh our boy's back there you we we had to go alone for what was it 30 minutes you left us all alone alex <laughs>
0: what the hell man? how could you i got a job i have to do my job mm. <laughs> got pay them goddamn bills. Oh, yeah. That you know. blow-smoking hooker ain't gonna pay for itself.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, um, no, I mean...
1: We were just talking oh, we about ta- yeah. a lot of shit, but what, what, what would you want to talk about next? You seem to kind of know where to go with this.
0: I don't know what you were talking about beforehand. We were ta- I was talking about... I was talking about how, you know, the college... Like, with the colleges, it's like... I see a whole bunch of legislation uh, proposed legislation for like college reform or college finance reform or whatever. And I'm, and I'm like, those should be addressed, but I always feel like that, that they can't do that without high school reform. Like I think we need to do something with the middle and high schools before we start tagging the colleges because like we're not setting these kids up for failure. We're not setting these kids up for success. And like I like I know Alex you were saying that you you might have went through to a good high school, right? Like as for, as far as what you were, you know, being taught from a you know, your eventual major or whatever. Um but like for every one high school like yours, there's probably a thousand fail high schools. Oh, are well, setting these people up for disaster what, what, what do you think well the thing was i i challenged myself in my high school like we ha- I had the option of going into regular class you know there's like uh they had like three three tiers so there was like the you know basic you know then there there's a slightly advanced and there was the uh like honors mm. and i tried to go and take as many of the honors and ap courses as i could and i feel like that In hindsight, I wish I would have done that because my GPA could have been a lot better in high school. But you know, it made it so that like the shit I took in college was so much like it was easier than like AP. AP was harder than you know the actual college courses. And just honestly, taken the uh, like because there was community college or something, I probably could have just taken those when I was in high school. and I would have been a lot better for it. Mm. But. no, I think my issue with college is it's just too expensive. Like, it is. That's, that's my issue with that, and you know, I don't think you can really legislate the cost of that. They need yeah. to take it down themselves. You well, know, I mean, they- people need to realize that like what they're paying for. I think a part of it, and I think part, it's part of it is that more of these parents like like more of these parents need to understand that they're paying for a brand. It's not like it's not like you're paying for an education. so much. You know, cuz you could get a I mean, you can get an education anywhere depending on where you want de- depending on what you want to learn in this world. The internet has ruined that for everybody. Like you you like this isn't the old these this isn't the olden days where in order for you to get a good education you had to go to a college. Now the internet fucked it up for everybody. You could go look up anything you want and it's there. Um, but like you like I feel especially with Penn State, like you're paying for a brand name and it's like oh. it's like buying a pair of Nikes, right? You could get a pair of Vitonics that do the fucking job, but like, you know, you're you're like like it's like the Nikes are the brand name, they're the sexy shoes and Man. you know, and dressed That's by sad. all the, you know, famous Yeah. Oh my god, yes, it's so sexy. <laughs> no, um but no, it's that way though, honestly. What's up? Penn State shouldn't be that way though, because it's still so, like it's a state-run institution. Like you know, if you yeah. have a league school like that, you know, there there it's a free market. They can do whatever the hell they want. But Penn State accepts public funds. You know, they should. There should be some level of, you know, basic cost savings that they do. Because honestly, like, where's that money go? It
1: goes in the president Baron's bonus.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, they, they, it's very top-heavy. Like, I know Penn State is very top-heavy as far as, like, deans and, you know. Well, there's so many
1: levels of bureaucracy in levels. Penn State. Yeah. It's insane, and I've dealt with it. Like, for example, when I had a question for the, the student bank accounts at Penn State, I must have had to talk to literally four different people in the same room to get an answer. I'd be like, I'd ask this one lady, like, oh, do you know what this and this means and how to do this and this? Um, I'm not sure. Let me ask Jenny. Jenny, do you know how to. Um, I really don't know. Let me ask Melinda. Oh, she's not in the office. Shit. I'll ask no, that... our boss of bosses. Yeah, let's do that. Fuck, like, who? Nobody knows anything.
0: <laughs> that shows there's a level of incompetence there, but...
1: Absolutely. Penn Trump. State has so many levels of incompetency. Yep.
0: Did you did you kind of go over your actual college experience?
1: I kind of did a bit. I gave like a, a you know, a, a little bit when you asked like if it changed me. Um, for those that don't know, like I, when I was a freshman, uh, I, like I, I, like I said, I got into the Trump campaign politics, went head deep into that and had some fun, made some connections, got some experience, met. My one of my best friends right here, Mr. Alex, uh, and fuck, what else did I do that? Yeah, I just kind of got my feet wet, and experience, and saw things that I that you wouldn't believe, as I said a few minutes ago. But you know, it's just college shit um, and some crazy stories, and I learned about how sociopaths operate. <laughs> um, but beyond that, in sophomore year, I kind of started doing, again, doing more things, getting involved with Turning Point, working my way up in the club, getting on the exec board, doing some leadership shit. Junior year, what was that junior year? I, Fuck, my sophomore year is kind of a blurb right now, but it was kind of more like finding my place. In junior year, I kind of found my place and was working in that, doing some leadership stuff, getting uh, some big, sh- like, events done and in the books. Uh, and then senior year was, like, the pinnacle of it all, foreign leadership position, present Turning Point, and doing shit the way I want to, and really pushing myself and the club and everything to its limits. And that was really my experience. I mean, I did the radio show. Maybe that's what started talking me it was a radio show, which...
0: Not until that freshman year, I'm pretty sure.
1: I think I was doing the training freshman year. I'm not certain. Oh,
0: yeah, that was my first semester. And I think Because I remember I was on there... I've, before I graduated, and I graduated your freshman year, like, at the end of
1: it. Yeah, I'm, I don't remember. Um, but, you know, it's, like, again, I, I, I also, another thing to add, to is people, I think, for me, I never met anyone in classes. I met all my friends outside. I didn't talk to anybody in class except when I had to. And I've known some people that do meet their friends in classes, but I wouldn't recommend it you know like actively trying to find friends in class goes where your interests are and you're gonna find people that are similar to you that's why I met another one of my best friends Phil right here he was uh... very similar to me on a lot of things with a lot of interests and a lot of um... political viewpoints and now we're here and I met uh... we'll call him AK still um... literally right before the shutdown happened I met him through the clubs too and we become close friends so it's that's where you really meet people and you get connections and you kind of get in the shit. I love that. Love the clubs. That's the one thing I'm going to miss so much. So much. Is the clubs, the radio, shit like that.
0: Yeah, that's kind of like my experience. So I feel that, you know, if you're not going to be involved in clubs, you may as well just go to, a, like, the cheapest college that you can. Because, honestly, that's where the most, like, that, that's the only sort of redeeming factor with Penn State is all the other experiences that you can get from there. Like, if you just want to go and, like, survive, you know, you're probably better off going to, you know, like, a community college and then maybe to some cut-rate university. Because, like, most, most companies don't really – like, as long as you have a good GPA and a uh, decent, you know, like, a college that's somewhat of like an accredited college, you're probably not going to give two shits about what college you go to. Yeah. Some, like, B S M unaccredited institutions. <laughs> but i feel that you know like that's like the one thing i do like and and honestly like when i first went to college i always because i went to um you know the branch campus and i was like oh you know this this college over here like the college experience is kind of a lie (laughs) but you know maybe i think i was a little bit wrong about that because and i didn't even really have a full college experience i never you know i went two years to a branch campus and i went for um you know I never lived on the actual campus itself, which I still feel like I had, you know, that that was still enough just going to main campus, but, you know, what a little but like, there is a college experience and that is, yes. What you pay for. And, you know, be ready to pay for that. Sometimes it's useful, but like, honestly, I, I don't know, like, cause some of these other schools, cause I've, you know, i went, you know, like, I never like studied there, but I've been to other, like the cheaper state schools before. Like I had, you know, I took for a few girls out on dates on a few of these, and they mm. look like student, you know, student population at those places, too, so, I mean, I don't know how it compares to Penn State, but...
1: And that whole college experience, like, we kind of said earlier, I don't know if you heard this part, but it's really what you make of it. If you go out and join clubs, yeah, you're going to have your experience, but if you just sort of sit around, go to class, come back, jerk off, don't do anything else, and just kind of living in this little bubble that's not really getting involved, like, you're not going to have that. And you don't have to get involved with everything. I mean, I got involved with a lot of things initially, like Trump Club, um, CRs, film club, radio. I just sort of slowly sort of narrowed down and focus on my time on things I really cared about uh, and then turning point eventually. But that was part of the process. Like, it's just not going to happen instantly. Uh, but... Uh, shit, I was going to mention this, yeah, oh yeah, about the living situation, I liked on campus, because it's nice and easy and convenient, I didn't do any partying, so I didn't care about, you know, ooh, I gotta hide my alcohol, or something like that, I didn't, wasn't doing that, so I didn't, that wasn't, like, a benefit being off campus, was that you could have alcohol or something, but I love living on campus, I had my own single dorm, I didn't have to wake up super early, I could just... Get up, get ready, and walk or bike to my class. I do recommend biking; it saves a shit ton of time. My travel time is cut down by two thirds easily because of biking. And I hate cyclists; they should all be deported. But keep them for colleges.
0: Yeah, I don't know about that. But <laughs> I don't know. Like, I I feel like there's a certain benefit to it, but like, you know, everyone's a little bit different. Like, if you're gonna go for, you know, a net, like, you know like anything else is, do you have the money for it? I mean, you were pay you know, for it. Actually for it. a lot of people, you know, like, I, I'm still paying back my student loans, you know, would that have been worthwhile for me to go and, um, you know, pay for that?
1: Yeah. I mean, it really I mean, depends.
0: Like, you know, I would say definitely go to a, like, go to a campus that has student life, like, that's probably worth it, but living on the dorm itself, you know that's that's a tough question.
1: Yeah, I understand. It's it's not simple, but that was just my experience. And ah, uh, fuck, what else was I even thinking about? Did you have any more questions, or do you want someone to ask, one until you ask before?
0: I kind of forget. You know, I, I, I had that call, so I mean, it's mm. a, little bit, a
1: little
0: bit difficult this time.
1: But i deep
0: I'm, with that call. <laughs> I definitely. F- you know, like, do you feel, you know, that, I mean, we already talked about it's a juice worth the squeeze, I guess. Like, you know, do, do you really, like, do you think that it would you would have learned this, like, had that same experience if they're, like, do you think another system could take the place of colleges in the future?
1: Oh, I like, s- if, well, if, I if, think, yeah,
0: not the in class stuff but like in terms of the, you know, getting to know people, you think another institution could take that place. Cause honestly, you know, the only real reason that people even go to college based on what I like outside of the very, rare like the few majors that actually mean it would be to gain, you know, experience, like to get a piece of paper and to, you know, network. Need mm-hmm. something else that you could get that same networking from currently? And if not, do you think there could be something in the future you get a similar experience for?
1: That's a good question. Sure. Like we've kind of said, I think the learning, the academics can be replaced by Khan Academy, online learning shit for the most part. You know, for labs, for other hands-on things, not necessarily. And for people to prefer that interaction with the professor in person, there's always going to be that in-person element. But for the networking... I really don't, I just don't, maybe I'm not too imaginative right now, but I just don't see a way of doing that without college. And because the college is sort of a hub, a uh, a place where all these people will come, it's where job recruiters will come. I mean, they could do that digitally too, but like, there's nothing like a job fair where you have to shake hands, talk to employers, give them their resume, and do face-to-face interactions, and they like that and maybe i mean i've done some zoom interviews and some skype interviews but getting rid of that complete repli- i don't know of a real way to replace that because by replacing you have to sort of live up to the standards of what you're replacing i don't know how rude to do that and for the other shit like i've met a lot of journalist students that were Reporters for the Collegian and other local papers It might be big-name reporters down the road. I've had interviews with Politico, The Atlantic, and some big names like that. I don't see how I would have gotten those interviews. I mean, I did get those interviews virtually, but it was because of the clubs and shit we did in real life. Like, the speaking events, the activism. And you can't replace that, because that is what gets you your networking and shit. A movie club, like, how are you going to do that virtually? the because the clubs is really where you start networking and people you meet. Like, how do you meet people in a Zoom class? You know.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I get that, but you know, would a certain other organization be able to go and like take the reins with that? I, I mean,
1: just don't you know can... how. I really don't know how. I mean, you maybe, know? but if you're keeping the in-person element, yeah, something else could do that as long as it's legitimate. Uh, in the eyes of big-name people, but I just don't see how you replace that virtually. I I, I don't know. It's 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 a weird thing to think about, because Penn State... I think after this coronavirus, more people... Like, online learning is going to be way more legitimized. I think so much like school days are going to be... Or school days. <laughs> snow warm. days. Storm days. <laughs> yes, snow days will be completely just gone. You know, you'll be able to do your shit online, but uh see like i I could see colleges being way more online I mean I will say if you can take an online class do it because it's way easier for the most part uh, and it saves you a lot of time but i I could see it uh, just less class and more just sort of more of it being like a playground I don't know if there's a way to replace college with some sort of new playground but that's really what college is as a playground it is what you make of it.
0: Less class, more ass.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> but that's the best answer I can give. I know it sounds maybe a little rambling and nuanced, but I don't know. I really don't know.
0: No, and, and that's okay not to know. you know. we No one has all the answers to that. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I feel that. Like, they, they could, like, theoretically, I think they absolutely could have another hub for that, but I don't know what form that would be. I think, you know, that, as much as so like to shit on the Masons, like, that, that's kind of what they sort of, in some aspects, kind of do. Well,
1: like, think about fraternities, too. How do you replace that?
0: Well, I think that, like, the fraternities kind of, like, you know, it works in a similar manner to how these people work. You know, it's like kind of like what you have. I imagine like the fraternities like that to more, like a net, like at least originally. Like I mean, now I think it's more or less just like a nightclub for you know freshmen, but mm. sure enough, but you know college students. You you know I don't, I don't really I just like a place to checks. <laughs> <But, laughs>
1: our um, our resident frat guys chiming in. <laughs> you
0: know, There's still a sort of. You know, networking aspect to it, and some of them do it more than others. And I feel like that's definitely something useful to have. Right. I just don't know what will go take the reins of that. Like, I mean, you know, you got a lot, like, I got a lot of experience during the, um, you know, Trump campaign as well. But, you know, like, in terms of actually networking, like, that was probably my biggest thing, honestly, was the Trump campaign, because I was with the CRs beforehand. I barely, like, I, I hated it there. Like, my whole junior year, it felt like shit. But then my senior year was, like, by far, like, hands down. If I could relive one year of my life, it would have been my senior year for all the ups and downs. It was, you know, that was some of the best times of my life.
1: I will – because that was my freshman year. And I will say, I think my best – my senior year would have been my maybe best or second best if it wasn't for the coronavirus that That really fucked it up because half of my last semester just got ruined, and there was so much important shit that was gonna happen. The big speaking event, the actual graduation, like whole bunch of shit was really gonna happen, but God, just I, I don't know how it would have how much different my college experience would have been without that, but my freshman year though, which was involved with the Trump campaign. Uh, I mean, we got interviewed by NBC, uh, Nightly News, we, we we met Eric Trump, I mean, it was, my freshman year was one of my most jam-packed, uh, I not want to say life-changing, sound too dramatic, but it really, it was something else, that was probably my best year, it was definitely my most, like, holy shit year.
0: Yeah, because I mean, that was your first year away from your parents, really, like, that's... One of the benefits of college, too, is it gets you away from, you know, your parents in terms of, like, doing stuff on your own. Like, because if I just went straight from, like, high school to living on my own, like, it would have been, a, like, paying bills and all that shit. That would have been a big culture shock. I mean, I, I kind of feel like I did enjoy having the um, new branch campus. because that, that was a bridge because I was able to, incre- like, deal with the academics while also maintaining, you know, basically status quo at home. So that kind of gave me a chance to get used to that, like a college class. Because, I mean, I thought it was easier than high school classes, but it was a different experience. At least like AP classes and stuff. But, you know, and then when I went to main campus, it was just dealing with the life. But, I mean, you know, you you were sort of there from the beginning. But I kind of feel like a dorm is like a halfway point between home and living on your own, too. Because while you do have you know, you're you living on your own, you have to go and get, you know, like every, like you have to get your own food every day, you don't actually have to make the food, you're just really responsible for using, like you have to go and, you know, wash and dry your clothes and some people have got to do that at their parents' house, some people didn't but I, like that definitely uh, you know, I feel like that's going to make your life a little bit easier now that you're used to living on your own for that long.
1: Yeah and that, that is nice and I'll say roommates can be it can be hit or miss. I was lucky with both of mine. <laughs> they were interesting. I'll put it put it mildly uh, for now. But the uh, shit. I have thought. And I'm already losing it. Oh, losing so many thoughts. But um, when you talk about the oh yeah, the bridge between you know getting you the transition to college life. I mean, I remember for some reason when I was touring Penn State, like. I don't know. Because I I actually, you you spend the night there alone in a dorm or with a roommate, technically. Oh,
0: that was right around Sandusky, (laughs) wasn't it? Really? Well,
1: no, actually, no, you, I forget. Like, that was when I went to
0: college, so that would have
1: been. Oh, yeah, that was way before me. I thought it was when you were doing it, but. um,
0: Forgetting how young you are.
1: I know, I'm such a young little bum. But the. For some reason, I felt weird then. Like, I felt really weird. And then when I actually moved in, I felt a little weird then. And it took a few weeks to adjust. And I really didn't fully adjust till fall Oh, because that's the thing. I had a summer semester, which I highly, highly recommend. Because not many people are on campus. And you kind of get to explore it on your own. And get used to it before everybody comes to campus. And that was great. I'm glad I did that. But... I didn't feel fully just until fall, because that's when everybody was really here, and that's when I really got involved with clubs, and I really met my real friends, because the first person I was hanging out with was the Bond villain for a bit. Um, (laughs) I'm like, oh, this guy's going to be my friend, right? Yeah, no. (laughs) So, you know, and and you will, I don't know, like, for some reason, at least for me, my friend groups changed every year. But my core friends never change. But the people I hung out on campus changed, except for really – actually, they changed every year, except for really the only year I had an overlap was sophomore and junior and then junior to senior. And junior seniors senior was because my girlfriend was still there. But, yeah. Yeah,
0: that's, that's interesting, too. And, like, it's really sort of the first time that a lot of these people kind of get to – you know, you don't have your parents sort of hovering over you. Like, you, you know, school has rules and stuff. Like, I imagine that this, like, if you ever went to a boarding school, I don't know anyone who, well, I think I might know somebody He's not here who went to one of those. Like, I imagine you probably have a similar experience over there, just like, you know, being on your own. Like, having the ability, like the freedom to really live life, To you know, within certain... You know, with a certain respect to how you want to do it, like, yeah, you have a, you kind of have to learn budgeting, I imagine, now, if you live on campus, you know, they have line cap, which basically prevents you from, you know, buying, like, certain things very easily, but, you know, it kind of keeps you on track. It, it's sort of like a test drive for being an adult, and I feel that, like, especially as, like, a freshman, you're, you're still not really an adult at that point. Like, you don't really... No, become,
1: you're not an adult.
0: <laughs> I not mean, think you really become an adult until, like,
1: twenty
0: one like, uh, like, no I mean I, I don't know I felt like when I like actually lived out like on my off campus house, like I had to to pay for bills to a certain extent, like it definitely helps, but like once you graduate college and you have a real job and you have like a real budget like it, yeah you sort of do that, but I feel that like it, it's a transition, and like college kind of serves that purpose, and there's not really much else these days that you say set deal. Uh, that serves that sort of transitional moment from, you know, being primarily the responsibility of your parents to being the responsibility of your own self. And, you know, you get to really explore yourself over in college. Like, you can basically be whoever you want to be. Whoever you were in high school, it doesn't matter. No one will fucking know you.
1: And I think that, you know, like, uh, I guess this is maybe a millennial fucking Zoomer thing, but like in middle school, everything's awkward as shit. Then high school, is not so awkward. But college is like, so much more relaxed everybody's sort of it's 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 its own little bubble world and every time you come out of it and go back to your family life it feels like you're just you're in two different lives two different worlds it's really weird but and that can be jarring I mean that was jarring for me for I think maybe the entire time except maybe my last year but like you said you get that that's the one thing I'm reminiscing on right now is that college is a time where you really do get to explore yourself, um, really get a feel for who you are, see what other people are like, and learn, and really, you just, you do transform yourself, you do find new interests, new things you like, and you build your own identity, I think that's the important thing, It, it you really do form your own identity, and become your own self, because before you really, your, your parents sort of, uh, byproduct, your whatever they've influenced on you and some of your friends in high school that you only see for a few hours, but college, you get to do whatever the fuck you want. You can go to class. Afterwards, you can go eat something, go run around. You can uh, go rock climbing. What?
0: You stay up as late as you want.
1: Yeah, you can watch porn for however late you want. You can go on and help a campaign. You can go, you know, to a dance club. You can... Join fun, you can go to a fry and go drinking, you can go to a restaurant, you can fuck yeah. whatever you want, whenever you want.
0: Like, yeah, that's it. So, definitely, like, sort of an experience with that, too. Because I feel like when you go to college, too, like freshmen are pretty much like high school seniors, still, they're not really college people until probably their mid sophomore, sophomore year is when they really change into a peak college person. By the time you're in your senior year, you know. You're still college, but, like, you know, you you start to evolve at that point, usually. Like, you're, like, they don't, like, I me. Mean, you'll go out, like, drinking, but it's not, like, it kind of leads to that cool once you turn 21, you know? Like, it's not that sort of, you know, oh, cool, like, frat parties all the time. Like, most people, uh, I don't know, you know, things have changed with the frat situation over there. You know, one of our other listeners would know more about that, but... <laughs> It kind of, it's, it's different. Like you just start, you just sort of mature by the time it's, you know, you're halfway through senior year and that's, I mean, it goes too fast too. Cause like my sophomore year, that whole year dragged. like I just had a shitty experience. I didn't have a good friend group. Cause you know, this thing I was really involved with was CRs and their fucking joke, but you know, I actually met a good friend group my senior year and that's, but it was just so fleeting. You know, because like half a senior year, too, for me, was trying to get a job and working on that. Like, I mean, academics was important, but it was mostly just finishing up the last few requirements I had to graduate at that point.
1: Well, that's the I, other thing, too, is I was lucky to find you my freshman year, but I was also unlucky because I only got to spend one year with you. Uh, but I, at the same time, what was that?
0: I've, I've seen you much since then.
1: Oh, well, yes, yes. But I mean, like, spend full time at college. You know, yeah. it it just it's not the same, and you know we were just sort of getting to know each other then, but when I mean one of my biggest regrets honestly was not getting more internships sooner. I still haven't got one, but that's something that would help. But I I mean I did I did a summer course when I switched my minor to IST, which I do recommend IST highly, especially now. And I don't. Eh. I mean, in hindsight kind of rushed that, but oh well. Another. I mean, college was kind of a started feeling a waste of time really quickly in terms of academics. So I was pushing through it quickly, but it it's um it, it's something you should enjoy while it lasts because it does go quickly, very very quickly.
0: Yeah, that's sort of like another thing too, like. You know, you you weren't you didn't know what major you were until what you're like sophomore year, like the end of that. So the
1: deadline, really, yeah. I my mean, deadline was end of my sophomore year, and I picked it kind of mid sophomore year. I think my second semester.
0: Yeah. So I mean, how was how was that? Choose like actually determining, you know, what you were going to do with that. How was that experience? Because I never, I never really had to go through that. I was lucky enough to kind of know what I wanted to go and do like, generally but I know a lot of people not know Phil you might have some experience with that but I don't really know though like actually determining while you're in college what major you want to go and do and then you know trying to get and filter it down
1: yeah it's difficult because I think what helped me maybe some, well I went in to college with a couple a few paths of where I thought I would go. I was interested in film, writing, and journalism some degree, um, and maybe a tiny bit of computers and a tiny bit of business, uh, very, very tiny, but I took a film class freshman year, realized it's a lot of work, and it killed the fun, and film class taught me really nothing. I'd already learned everything outside class, and it was just too much work that was kind of it was kind of becoming a buzzkill for something that I enjoyed. Uh, and I'm glad I did it because it did teach me that, but I didn't. I didn't see myself having a career in it. And uh, for writing, I dabbled with journalism, but realized I'm not gonna. If I want to do journalism the way I want to, which is objective, or you know. Investigate. There's just no market for that right now. You're not going to make money in it. Even my one professor said, "Yeah, you're not going to make shit at first. Being a journalist, and it's going to be a lot of work." And I just, I, I could, I would probably be really good at it, but I just, I don't see the desire for the way I'd want to do it. And uh, what were the other ones I named? Let's see, film journalism. What was my other interest? I said, I can't remember. Can you say computers? Yeah, that. And then after I hit those things, I started looking more in the business end of things, and I took some business classes. And econ was hard. Fine, and, you know, I was trying to do some sort of businessy minor thing. There was like a certificate, and that didn't really pan out. Once I hit accounting, that was too hard and just ridiculous. And my interest in computers and and your influence pushed me to IST. One of the best decisions I made. And for my major, though, advertising, I kind of, I'd always had an interest in graphic design, and I started developing an interest in communication persuasion because of um, my love for Daddy Trump, and also through Scott Adams sort of explaining how Trump does this shit and uh, explaining his techniques in persuasion. I realized that all my skills in graphic design, writing, film, graphic design. All these things sort of overlapped in advertising. I realized that was the path I wanted to go down. The classes, intro class of advertising interests me enough. I, I couldn't think of when I realized I was going to go into advertising, but I thought going into marketing to business school, but I got screwed out. I actually had too many credits, which was stupid, but advertising eventually became my pick, sort of. Yeah,
0: that's a... Fun little story you had over there with that too, where you know they kind of pulled that out. They pulled the rug from out out from under you before you even really choose that major. You know? looking back, do you think you would have went with that major, or do you think you're happy with the decision that you made?
1: Oh god, in hindsight, I I wish I'd done marketing through the business school because it would look better on the resume. But, but the business school is kind of bullshit because if you don't know you're going to go into that like right out the gate or after one or two semesters, you're not getting in. You simply aren't getting in, which is stupid. But for advertising, I th- I'm fine with it. I'm, I'm perfectly fine with it. It's, it's not ideal. It is a BA, yes, but it's the best I, I could do in my situation. And I do like it. I really do. It's just really annoying how Penn State kind of rigs it against you, intentionally or unintentionally, uh, that you can't get into the business school. But I, I'm trying to even remember how I really got into advertising. I remember that one intro class I took that I liked, and that's kind of I just I kind of just realized it encompassed all my skills, and that's something that Scott Adams teaches. That I always recommend is build a skill stack, learn new skills. It'll benefit you more than anything else and it'll help you figure shit out.
0: Yeah, that, that's, that's some good rules to, you know, some good general things to uh, deal with, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: I can imagine that you, you had a very interesting experience and everyone's college experience is different too. Like I had a different one than you and I'm sure Phil probably a different one than me. Yeah. You know, is Phil still there? Oh yeah. Yeah. My Mine was definitely different. But then, I mean... In all honesty like my my purpose like my initial purpose toward being there my motivation was a bit different from mm. me. I mean it wasn't it wasn't so much like going there and getting you know getting the degree so I could get the job whatever whatever i think i think a lot of it a lot of it a lot of me the the drive that sent me to penn state was me was nostalgia a little bit i think a lot nostalgia had a lot to do with it and because i mean i like like you you guys know my backstory like i i grew up poor single mom you know drug use drug user had her issues you know and like i i always wanted to go to penn state like i grew up in lancaster i always wanted to go penn state and like, but of course, you know, we didn't, we didn't have that kind of money to just go up there and, you know, we didn't have like the, the ability to like borrow money and, you know, the, cause there's a lot that goes into it that we just did simply didn't have. And so, yeah, I, I went into the military and then through that, you know, I, you know, found my way to to get there, you know, that that was my that was essentially my way of getting there. Um, and then you know, and then I show up and it's like, well, I wanna learn and I want I do want want the major, but I want to embrace the experience. And part of me wanted to kind of, you know, help others, you know, help wow. others kind of develop in their own sense, you know, and Yeah, and uh because I mean I'm a bit older. It's like well I mean I could, I could take, you know, leadership positions or I could do, you know, some of the selfish stuff that I would have wanted to do. But I'm, like I'd much rather help somebody if I could help somebody else. You know, I, I mean it's much better. Like it, it's a much, it's a much better cause. Because like look I'm, you know, you guys are younger. You have more time to be able to, you know make the kind of the kind of impact that you want to versus me i'm like shoot well you think that that was a big thing too like you know i can i can only imagine like you know that you were you know by knowing you're like a non-traditional student in that regard do you think that had some sort of major uh you know your experience do you think it significantly changed that from how it would have been if you were like 20 going into college yeah, I, I don't think I would have taken I I don't think I would have appreciated it as much cuz I know mm. I know 20-year-old me would not have taken this thing seriously. Like I I would have not taken university park as serious.
1: Would you would have been take, spending your time like, you know, partying I would been, and banging I chicks? I have been
0: partying? <laughs> getting fucked up chasing every piece of tail I possibly could. <laughs> Um, experimenting on everything that I possibly could. Like
1: that was, I mean, oh, like I, chemistry experiments. Uh, <laughs> something
0: along those lines. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I mean, I. I'm grateful because, like, it, it, I do. I. I. I do. Um. I mean, I. I, I don't. I don't think that like. I do understand like like knowing what I know now, it's like, well it it gives me a little bit of a perspective from you know, like a lot of these guys and gals are doing a lot of the stuff that I probably would have done, and I did do, but in a military setting versus uh-huh. in a, you know in a college setting, but like, yeah, I mean it. It begs the question, it's like, look are 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 we sure that these young kids can handle college? I mean, and it's like, well what kids can handle college? And then it's like, okay, and even if you like I don't know, it's it's all about like, like and I always say parenting is all about setting people setting your children up for success like that's like the number one thing like you're setting your child up for success you know whatever whatever it is like you're you're trying to get that you know you're trying to help your child achieve that self actual actualization you know with the maslow's hierarchy of needs or whatever yeah like so you're like so it's like how do i get there How, how do i my child to realize his potential and like get him to figure out what he wants to do and figure out like how to get there like and i think that's missing with a lot i mean that's really missing with a lot of you know a lot of these kids and i think i don't know it, it it's a very I don't know if putting somebody in that college situation really like you're, you're, you're sending your kid up to university park, right? You're like, you're like, here, have at it, have at it. And then you're just leaving them up there with, you know, you know, free with free time, with temptation of all kinds, (laughs) you know, and like, and it's like, well, how, how do you expect these people, these kids to act? And it's like, you're talking about sending these kids up at like 18, 19 years old. And it's like, well, you know, how, how do you, how do you, how do you really, how do you deal with that? And it's like, I, th- I think it, like trying to handle like the, the, the issues with, you know, college and development and, develop developing you know our youth it's like how how do you do it but it's like a multi layered issue and it's like and it's worth having it's a conversation it's worth having but it's also like i don't think i hate when people talk about these subjects and talk about it like well one one thing's gonna fix everything like oh we need like we need college reform or something like that. Free college. Like, I, I just like we need to have free college, and we're gonna get the rich to pay for it. Like I'm like, <laughs> well, I I I don't think that's really so much the answer, just because like the the problem. It's like, is it really gonna fix the problem? Well, no, because the problem is multi layered. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it just, it just seems like, it, it, I don't know. It's it's more of a, it, it, that's where it seems like more of a sales pitch because the right answer is definitely complex and multi-layered, versus, you know, the quick fix or whatever. Oh, we're gonna break the fucking teachers' union. Well. I mean, you're not really good. One, it's a union. I don't know if you're really gonna do that, and then you're gonna make a whole lot of enemies. And I'm not sure. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I feel like the teachers' union is probably one of the most corrupt unions in the country. But like,
1: but they like their union.
0: But it's like they don't want to yeah, give that up. It's hard. It's it's hard going against a union that's that big and like that. Rooted in Corruption and shit Like You know that, Like they used to I I I, I um, I, I like watching documentaries uh, There's a couple of that, gonna, that I would mention to watch uh, One of them One of them was Waiting for Superman Which is uh, Yeah I've heard a, that one You heard that one That's mm-hmm. about the DC That was like the DC Charter school Yeah you know, um, Issue Mm-hmm like, they, like, kids were, kids were better, like, mothers were better off sending their children to charter schools versus the actual public school,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, um, because, like, the, the literacy rate at that time, like, when they made it was, like, like, 13% or something in the D.C. area for public schools, and, you know, and, and the education system, like, the public education system there was so poor, and they would try to, you know, and, the, they they hired the DC they they hired somebody to try to you know fix it and but the like the the teachers union would be getting in the way of all everything that they were trying to do and it's like well and you can't improve the education system without holding some of these teachers accountable for not doing the kind of job that they really are supposed to be doing. And, and if you have the union getting in the way of that, then it's really like, it's kind of dead in the water, you know? And so, so, but that's, that's part of the problem that like that, that documentary Waiting for Superman really took on. And it's a really good one. It's a really good documentary. I highly recommend it. Watching it, if you can ever get your hands on it, I, I know, I know certain documentaries are a bit difficult to um, get a hold of. And then the other, the other documentary I wanted to like throw out there is Ivory Tower. Uh, has any of you heard of Ivory Tower? No documentary. Okay, so um, I, huh? Want to see my ivory tower? <laughs> You wanna see my ivory tower, bitch? Uh no, um the uh so I'm
1: demonetized.
0: Uh well, I mean we weren't monetized anyway. I mean, you know, whatever.
1: Yeah, so I'm gonna there, still I'm gonna still, you know, uh, like act like we are just so I can use that joke. <laughs> Susan
0: would just get a kiss my ass. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> God damn it, I said it. Now but, we're um,
1: now we're never getting monetized. <laughs> probably not. <laughs>
0: Patreon's probably the only chance we're ever going to get to see any kind of coin. Shit, anyway. What's that Snapchat account? That fucking premium Snapchat shit not fans? <laughs> the true... like None of us are stripping for anything, so... Anyway. Hey, talk for yourself. You're not going to be able, yeah, you're not gonna <laughs> be able to make money on premium Snapchats without fucking... one free college, bitch? Selling your ass. No, um... But yeah, I anyway digression. Ivory Tower got it. So, Ivory Tower focuses on um, the history of these colleges and how they've become as expensive, ridiculously expensive as they've gotten. And, um, definitely a good one uh, when you look at, like, especially with, with us going being in Penn State and Penn State becoming as expensive as, as it has like you know four-year degree is going to run you about hundred and twenty thousand thousand plus you know and you pay for it however you can but like yeah i mean it's like you're spending that much money and you're not really getting a whole lot unless you're you know it actually kind of brings up a good point though you know in terms of paying for college now i know yeah. like you, you earned it from, you know, service in the military, so this wouldn't really be applicable to you, but Sean, Uh-oh. you know, you, well, that's, not, that's not really a problem, I'm just kind of curious on how you think that might have affected your college experience, like, not really, like, since you didn't pay for it, do you feel that, you know, there is a certain unit, like, where you, you didn't, like, you know, you didn't have to go and have an on-campus job, you know, do you feel like not not paying for college was a benefit, a disadvantage? Do you think it changed your overall college experience and how you look back on it?
1: Well, I can only speak for myself here. And I appreciate what my grandparents and parents pay for. So I did make what the most fit. Now, I know my grandmother. She knew about... Um, my political activities would be extremely disappointed, or at least that's what my mom tells me, but you know, at the same time, uh, I mean, look, having money and being able to pay for shit without worrying about is is freedom, is the purest form of freedom, uh, is financial freedom, and yeah, it's a fucking advantage, I'm grateful for it, but I have a feeling See, like, again, speaking for myself, I do appreciate and look, I still work my ass off to get really good grades. I don't even think I failed a single exam, except maybe, like, one or two, and I still got all A's and B's, never got a single C. I mean, my Spanish class was the closest, where I thought I was going to get a C, like, I was, like, on the verge, I was, like, a seventy-nine. For one while, it just bothered me. Like, you wouldn't believe. I was, like, stressing out so much because I just cannot get a seat. I do not allow it.
0: ¿Por qué, señor
1: ¿Por qué yo no me gusta? Grades, malo. <laughs> See, you can always tell I forget most of my fucking Spanish.
0: That's how white people fucking talk in Spanish.
1: Yeah, I know. It's like, we're like, yo me gusta. Once I go, me gusta. It's like more Lamu, smooth.
0: Cha-cha esta comiendo pan.
1: We're so rough of our language, you know? It's so, like, ugh, ugh. Whereas, like, Spanish is so nice and flowing.
0: I used to, I used to, like, like do, because when I, um, being in the military, there was a there was a time in the military where they paid for the Rosetta Stone courses. So I'd be, like, <laughs> doing them. I'd be doing them because I was bored as hell. And I'd be, like, and, I, and I'd repeat, you know, how, like, Rosetta so Stone does it, like you. They have a picture and then they have, like, you know, they have the sentence out and then they speak it to you and you kind of speak it back or whatever. And it's like, so, so I'd try to do my little, uh, my dark, my dark Spanish one, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like, the, the Univision soap opera commercial. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Fernando, mi amigo, es <laughs> cuchi <the goochie> <laughs> Por qué? Por qué? Like, like I, I, I just like, yeah that 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 was a uh, that was a Pablo Francisco joke. I cannot claim that one. Um, <laughs> you know, it's He's, interesting too. You know, we all we all went to the same university, but we all have, like fundamentally different. Like. I don't really say experiences per se, but different like
1: backgrounds. School, yeah,
0: backgrounds, yeah. School, like I mean, I went to branch campus and I, I took out loans. Like you know, Phil, you know, you served in the military, so you earned your, your keep over there. And you know, Sean, you were you know lucky enough to have a grand grandma who helped you with that. So it's yeah. Well, it's
1: and well, I, I want to say too to uh, complete my answer to your question is that I know a lot of people that are taking loans out, and they still don't care. it's because they don't have to pay for it right now. It's like, oh, it's that, I'll worry about it later attitude. And I'm not saying that's good or bad, but there are people that, even if they have it paid for, don't, are still fucking, you know, going out with their bros every night, banging bitches and smoking dope or whatever. You know, people uh, that don't care about their college, uh, you know, uh opportunities do, uh, and they're just sort of, you know, I can say kind of wasting some time in some stupid ways, so it it really depends, I mean, there are some rich-ass international kids that really give a shit about their academics, and there's some rich-ass international kids that (laughs) don't give a flying fuck, and I think when you do have it paid for and you're super rich, I think there is a more of a who-cares attitude, But I don't think the people that are taking out loans are necessarily that much better. Uh, But to maybe segue a little bit uh, before we wrap up soon, I wanted to mention that Gen Eds are bullshit. The biggest bullshit is Gen Eds. Your college experience could be shortened to two years easily. But they won't do that because that would cut their income in half. Ben say, really wants their money. Uh, And they will ask for more of it even when I leave. And I'm not giving them anything, especially how they've treated um, me and some other people in some not-so-fair ways, to put it mildly. But genets are so fucking stupid. The one advantage is you can kind of sort of test the waters and figure out if you like this or that. But to require them is... And the ones they do require, like a language, are just stupid. I'm never going to use Spanish. I'm sorry. I'd have a no better chance of using Chinese probably at this rate, but... That shit. <laughs> what was that? You don't,
0: want to, you don't want to fucking take Chinese, you know, you didn't... I heard it's them.
1: really hard.
0: Yeah, no, that was, I don't know, man, I, I took fucking Mandarin for a certain amount of years kind of backdrop for the, the folks listening, but... I took French, man, that fucking blue ass. <laughs> like, I, I can't imagine Chinese. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I could have taken like literally anything. I'd like... A, I I took Latin in high school, so you know any sort of Romance language I would have had a basic understanding of. But like, like the first year wasn't so bad, but like the second year was a bitch. Like there was just a big like increase in the difficulty curve. And then my 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 final like tier three of Chinese that was difficult too, and especially because the first week I took the, like I think the first week I took the wrong Chinese, and I was like. <laughs> Weird thing it was like Chinese one it was like Chinese one, two and then like one oh one or something and then I accidentally took like level like six Chinese or something, or like level four Chinese when I won level three and I was like, What
1: <laughs> Well you know what me what was really stupid was I in, in high school I took Spanish one, two and three, but they told me, Well, when you get to Penn Stay you can either do uh, you have to do, you have to do either one semester of a new language, or you have to retake Spanish 3. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I passed Spanish 3 with flying colors magically, and I have to retake it again? I mean, that is easier than having to do the next level, but it's just so stupid. I mean... I, I hate that language, it's so stupid, and a lot of these other genres were just a waste of fucking time, like I had to do some sciences that, like I picked Sound of Music or Science of Music or something like that, and that was What's just so stupid. <laughs>
0: What's Sound of music or whatever? Yeah,
1: I just say sound of music?
0: A, yeah. Full of sugar helps the medicine go down. <laughs> Is that, that that
1: one? Yeah, yeah. It's with um uh, Julie Garland. I think. Is that her name? Julie oh. Andrews. Yeah, I, I fucked that up. I, I apologize to. Uh, no, sound of music. Nose, fans. You want to hear some shit? Yes.
0: Like, uh, I was like, this, this girl that I was seeing uh, a long time ago, she was like, she was, she was, uh um, she was into, uh, like, she was obsessed with Julie, Judy Garland, oh. like the one, the, the Dorothy on The Wizard of Oz. Oh,
1: right? Did you show her? The... I
0: showed her. I did. Right before, right, right before I broke it off with her, I showed her, I showed her a YouTube video of her in oh. blackface. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I showed it to her and it wrecked her whole world. It was beautiful.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit.
0: Well, I will say okay. So I will say, um, when I when I was at when I was at the Harrisburg campus, I took I took uh, an in art an in art class. Yeah, right? yeah. Yep. It was uh, it was um, the it was popular music class. Like it was the history of popular history of pop music. That
1: could be fun, I'm but I'm gonna to- guess it's not.
0: No, it was the. It might have been my favorite class ever. Oh sure. And I learned a. I really did learn a ton because it was there was, like, it was, there was a whole lot of history to learn from. Pop music and what was popular throughout the course of American history. Mm. Um, I mean, it it was really like I loved the class. I mean, the instructor was awesome, the the content was awesome, and we got to listen to music. You know, it was was pretty cool. It was a pretty cool class overall. Well, that actually
1: reminded me, because I will say, like, a lot of classes I learned really quickly, I'd be like, oh, this sounds really interesting, this could be really cool, like science and music, and then it turns out to be fucking shit, and boring, and awful. Professors have a talent of taking something interesting and making it boring, but one class that's similar to that, like that you did. That I took was the art of cinema, and I it was basically you watch fucking movies. So I was like, sure, I'll do that as my art class. I love movies, and it sounds like it's gonna be fun. And it actually was fun. I mean, but the problem is there was one issue with which I'll get into, but what was really, 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 really cool. Was that it was the best classroom ever, like physical classroom, because it wasn't on campus, like a traditional classroom. It was in uh, the State Theater, which is downtown uh, at Penn State, where they show a lot of classic movies, new movies, it's, it's a really cool place, but they're a little bit cocked, I found out recently, uh, but they, that's where the class was, and you went in there, and there's this giant screen, and this like old sort of theme, sort of cinema, and you, there's a bar there too, uh, there's popcorn, a ticket stand, and you walk into your class, and My professor, really nice dude, would show us, he showed us a few movies, he showed us I think, um, I can't remember some of them, but I mean, his lectures were kind of meh, but the movies were really fun, but my, the problem was, I had it at like, I think 11 or 10 in the morning, I forget when, and I think. It was during the days I had nine a.m.s. I forget. You slowly you can do nine a.m.s. at the beginning of college, but then like near the end you just can't fucking do them. At least for me. Uh, but my problem was I kept falling asleep during the movies because <laughs> they turn the lights off and you know I was still kind of tired. And I, that was the worst part. I don't think there was a single movie day that I sat through the full movie. <laughs> it was it was the, it was a great class. I fucked up. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, I, I feel you, man, that's, uh, it's gonna be tough if I hate those 9 a.m.s. So, like, when I was at a branch campus, I had, like, a, I think it was, like, a 7 or something, or, like, a some 30 a.m., and I had to go drive to fucking campus. Like,
1: Wait, you awesome. sat next to me, fucking AK, in that class? I remember Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. I remember watching that. You were in that fucking class? Holy shit, that's crazy. Um, but yes, Thomas 100, I I had the sociology class in there with Sam Richards, which is I will recommend that class. You might disagree with Sam on a lot of things. It was fun. And um, better movie room, though, is 113 Carnegie, especially if you're a comp student, you can swipe in. That was my favorite classroom. I love that fucking room. It was, it was basically like a mini cinema. We sh- we had lots of fun in there. That's when I think uh, Phil and Alex here really bonded. But yeah, go back to what you were saying, Alex. Sorry.
0: Yeah, no, Phil, I think I had that same class that in art, like, 110 or whatever where it had, like, all the, like, the, the blackface stuff and the it go up to, like, the modern one. Mm-hmm. I, I had that at Penn State York, and we actually had a dude who was from, uh, what's that place down south with, like, the Country, World, the Country Hall of Fame? The Grand old Opry, that, that place? Like, oh. the dude went there, and, like, he had, like, insider, well, not really. No,
1: insider it. information.
0: Like, a lot of really cool stories and like that that was one of those classes i I have no use for that in my life but i felt like it was worthwhile going to it but i don't know like there was there were certain things to like if you take a early class like i mean i could deal with it because i was still living at home at the time but like when i was at main campus you know having to go get there early in the mornings that that definitely sucks like if you can help it you know, limit the amount of early ass classes and limit the amount of night classes too. Ladies.
1: Yeah, don't do night classes and don't do those like three hour ones if you don't have to.
0: Especially both. Like, that yeah. fucking sucks. I had the same teacher for two of them, and it was basically the same class. One was in an, in an IST package, the other was an SRA package. Same shit. It had a monotone voice, rambled off the of slideshows.
1: Yeah, and, and, that, and then that's also going into club times, when clubs usually meet between, like, six and nine, and if you're having a class between then, like, you're just, you're missing, you're wasting time you know, in a class that you're going to fall asleep in when you could be at a awesome club doing some cool shit.
0: Yeah, that was at Penn State York, too, so, I mean, they only really had, like, maybe two clubs that really, mm. sports actually did anything that, well, maybe... Oh, yeah, pretty much, too. It was, like, scrounge scrounging the student government. And, like, that was, you know, if you're going to go to a branch campus, get involved with the government there because, like, that's an easy way to – that's an easy thing to put on your resume. And it's, like, you can actually do shit. Like, I tried to do shit when I was over there. But like, Well, man, you're staying on the branch campus, right? That was at the br- – yeah, over here, like, to get into there, you actually have to, like – you know, sucks on his cock or something. Now you know. Yeah,
1: UPUA is terrible. Oh, f- oh, we can dive into student government real quick. Terrible. I wanted to say oh the my God. quickly oh. about what um Alex was saying, like the cool teacher that knew some shit about like you know, some insight info like both the um, country music folks. Like, I had one class. It was a, like, I had an annoying fart like lefty professor that worked for Clinton. And would show like fake news CNN clips. He was my PR professor. He didn't tell us anything like that we didn't fucking know. Like never lies. Like he yeah, had no shit. That's what PR does all the time, isn't it? Um, but one day, I had the best class ever in his class. He brought in the dude that ran the BJC. The BJC is like our big um, arena where they have performers, bands, concerts, comedians, all kinds of cool shit comes. Sports play there. The dude that ran that came, and he was this energetic, high-energy dude named Bernie that had the craziest, funniest celebrity stories. And that really, like, I instantly was like, I need to get a fucking internship there. Didn't get it, unfortunately. Maybe I'll still try for some there, because you can get some really good connections. But that kind of, that really got me excited about kind of getting in the celebrity world or that sort of shit. And that's also, I think, the same year that Don, we had the Don Jr. event. But that you can get really cool shit like that. they are just not gonna get anywhere else. But UPUA, fuck man, student government's some bullshit. Just a bunch of elitists jerking off to themselves once a week, and they just do nothing. Absolutely nothing but virtue signal.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what I've gotten like from over here. Like when I was in like CCSG, and they still actually do some real work there. And I think. You know, it's it's a different thing too. Like the people who go to a branch campus are generally not the same as the people who go like four years to the main campus. Like you know, most people who went there, you know, they came they came from a more like non elitist background. So you have more you know quote unquote real people there. I mean, yeah, you know, national students who are given a bunch of money, but not as not not as much, like, especially the crazy extent that you have over at, you know, main campus. So, like, you have a lot of military, ex-military, you have a lot of, like, working adults. Like, you know, there was a lot more people who are like, over the age of, like, 30 than at main campus, like, significantly. Like, that was probably, like, 20, 20 to, like, 40, like, 35% at Penn State York. And it was an interesting experience. You know, you kind of see that in their student government.
1: Well, that's uh, two things. I think, I don't know about you, but college really made me hate elitists. It also may have been the timing of the Trump election with the sort of anti-establishment sentiment forming. But secondly, and I'm not one of these people that's like, oh, we need diversity and inclusion. Oh, it's so progressive. But what I did really like about college was getting to meet so many different people from so many parts of the world from so many different backgrounds. Like, Chinese uh, people. Like, one of my coolest friends i've ever met was uh yuong from china he is such an interesting person i he literally changed me in a lot of ways of broadening my perspective and seeing things from a completely different perspective um but you mean like you know chinese people germans british uh rural uh urban uh people that you know republicans democrats socials liberals uh military people, like veterans, you there's so many different walks of life you'll run into and everybody's really interesting in some way.
0: That's the thing too, like I mean of all their international people, ninety percent that you'll see at like Penn State are probably from like China, Korea or like India. Yeah. Like I mean
1: it's I Asians.
0: Yeah, pretty much all, you know, Asian international students. So, you know, there's not that much diversity there but like compared to me where we had like one like i think we may have had like one or two like asian people in my high school i don't even know if we had that many you know and i guess we had a few like uh we had a couple international like uh, maybe like one or two hispanic internationals Like the student government at penn state york that's where all the international students want like we had a few chinese we had like alan who's you know i miss that dude he had he was from uh, the place for it was from Kazakhstan. Like he was awesome. He had that. We had that guy. I, I think Harry told you about him. Who wasn't even a student. He was like some black guy from like Italy apparently, but I'm not even sure if he was lying about that. <laughs> and he just he just wanted to student government's allegedly may have taken someone's fifty thousand dollar watch and
1: returned
0: it. like you know that like it was just some crazy shit that you know and i would have never seen that if i didn't you know get involved with soon garment over there like just some of these stories and getting to go and see some of these like actually different cultures like that like there's a certain benefit to that and i agree with you like you know it's a lot of talk about like diversity and shit but like if if they're from america like i've met chinese people from america and they're not that much different than like you and me you know there's a couple yeah exactly an actual, like, Chinese national, like, they have some
1: So wide... different. When
0: you think, like, Korean nationals, like, they're just so different from, you know, the Americanized, you know, people that you have over here, because, you know, like, we all, we all have differences, you know, you have differences between New York and California and Pennsylvania, but, like, you get certain different. You get like way different like views of things, you know, from an international perspective. Oh
1: yeah, but especially was, China because it's such a different culture, and. The
0: one I wish I would have done too. Is like actually had a study abroad for a semester. So I, I mean, yeah. Nobody. And like the one time I could have done it, it was I had an internship at the same time, and it was I had like a hundred dollars in my bank account. I didn't want to beg my you know uncle for money
1: so. Well I and if you're gonna do it I tend to recommend doing it early because if you have leadership aspirations the that can really sort of fuck that up you know and kind of well,
0: I, I, summer. like I mean
1: we're, like, yeah we're like, doing it in a summer too yeah that's too, true too I mean I never did it because I just didn't personally see a point to it from my major and it just, I don't know, I felt bad kind of like spending more money that way and I just, I also didn't really know where to go, honestly. Yeah,
0: I mean, I don't know. Any, anywhere would have been interesting. Like, one of these days, you know, I'm gonna go and save some money and go to, like, Europe or something. Europe yeah. Europe that shit. Once all this COVID nonsense is, you know, I guess we're double monetized now, done with.
1: But, <laughs> you mentioned the C word. How dare you?
0: Yeah, but, like, I, I feel that, you know, there's... I feel like I had a pretty overall decent experience. I wish in some ways, like, I, I felt like I learned a decent bit at Penn State York, but I feel like, I don't know, I think maybe after my freshman year, I should try to go over to main campus, but you know, I, I just didn't have the for it and that's, you know, it's like, even right now, I have like 40 grand I mean it's a bit less, I've been paying it off, but my bill was 40 grand, that was before I even had the um, GI bill kick in. Like, I didn't get that till like my spring of Like, for my dad, until my spring of the um, sophomore year so, I would have been out, like, probably another, like, 20 grand.
1: Well, you know, we're all going to have regrets, because it's, the whole thing is a learning experience, and it's not just an academic learning experience, it's a life learning experience, and, you know, I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to really do, but I know one thing for certain is that it won't be our last time there, we'll be coming back at some point, all of us, and... Getting the band back together, and maybe we'll do something really big and fun. I mean, I'm I'm hoping to really pull something really really cool off. But if not, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll still come by and you know do a drive by trolling <laughs> per se.
0: And I I feel that like I don't know, it's just it's just so different. Like everyone's sort of college experience. Like I mentioned this before, it's like you know you're getting injected with an unknown substance with college. <laughs>
1: It's a you drug. Know,
0: you don't know what effect it's going to have. You know, you, you take that red pill. Some people that might have allergic reaction and it might go and, you know, hurt them and they might end up, you know, going to the hospital and being done with that. Some people might have an enlightenment, you know, it really sets them off. Like, i not, like, honestly, I don't feel like college really clicked with me until my senior year. Mm. Like, honestly, my sophomore year was just a waste. My, my freshman and, you know, well, not my sophomore, my junior year is a complete waste. But my, like, freshman year, I mean, I felt like I, I did okay there. Same thing with my sophomore year. Like, academically, I did great during those two years. But it just – I didn't have the same experiences I would my, my senior year. And, you know, definitely if you're going to university, try to get a good friend group in early. Try to go make friends with people, you know, freshmen and stuff. Like, I mean, I, I had Harry and I had you. Like, Harry was probably the only real friend I kept from, you know, my freshman – you know, year, and he's, he's a great person. You're, you know, it's been a hell of a fucking run with you. I, I'm glad I met you my senior year Though I wish, you know, I wish I could have met some other people during my junior year, but, you know, going to main campus, not having that friend group, you know, that, that really, that really sucked. Like, you know, I, if I could have done that again, I definitely would have, you know, I, I should have talked to her or something like room them, figure that out. Cause you know, my first my first roommate was terrible, but you know it's a learning experience. Like, you know, I I know I learned how to cope with other people who are you know basically terrible.
1: Yeah, that's the thing too. I I really hadn't dealt with shitty people because like in middle school, high school, I either I either just avoid those kids, or I did, or I just simply didn't talk to a lot of kids, but. And that's the thing too, if you're an introvert, which I am, college changes that. You will still be an introvert, but you won't be as introvert. You will have more confidence, you will have a tight friend group. I I wouldn't go so far as say you'll become a full on extrovert, but you will you'll do things and you, you'll be a different person in ways that your middle school self would be like, Holy shit, I never expected that. Uh, I'll
0: do that i don't want to say it will do that because some people you know
1: yeah not always but i i think a lot of people do blossom
0: a lot of people a lot of people blossom but then you know you, you have some people who burn out and that's, that's mm.
1: the
0: thing. It's, it's a possibility you don't there's really no good way of knowing how you'll do unless you like maybe maybe if you go in like summer camps or something for extended periods of time away from your parents and see how you handle that Cause just like dealing with other people without parental supervision, that's, that's yeah. a like, you know, there's a devil in that, you know, there's that sort of re- like recklessness you can get into. Like if you were raised with like a parents that were strongly over you, you know, you could, and you, you know, you never were around people that could bring you bad, uh, bad stuff. Like honestly, like when I, like when I turned 18, I started hanging around this like group of people and like, I, I got used to drinking before you even went to college. So, I mean, uh, in some ways I'm kind of thankful for that too because I could have ended up in some deep shit like first time I ever had a bit of alcohol if that was in college.
1: Actually, let's let's end on that now. What is your drinking recommendations? Because obviously a lot of people are going to fucking drink, but how should it – what would you recommend?
0: I'd recommend, you know, if you're, if you're going to live on a dorm – you don't want to be doing it at the dorm, I guess. I mean, I have no experience with that cause I never lived on a dorm. But, like, I know people get busted all the time for that shit.
1: Well, I will say, dorms, I know one time, it was literally my freshman year, I think even during summer session, the dorms were raided. Um, and people were, like, calling people, like, oh, my God, pull it down the drain. They're, like, freaking out. It, it can happen. Just remember, you don't own the dorm. It's not your property, and it can be searched at any time And a Janders, and Penn State has a key to your dorm room. Uh, so don't keep alcohol in the dorms. I think that's just stupid. Unless it's just for, like, one night, and you're just, like, keeping it there. I mean, like—
0: Like, do not go to a dorm party. That just seems stupid. So
1: oh, yeah, oh, oh I'm, I, I heard a lot of those. My freshman year, like, I could hear them. It's stupid, but for the most part, on a Friday night and a Saturday night, the ones will be dead. But like my freshman year, they were kind of wild, which is really weird. And it was because I was freshman the ones. But uh, yeah, don't do that shit. It's it's just stupid. Um, but I mean, I,
0: I do that. Do it on off-campus location and don't go to a wild. Don't go to an extremely wild party. That, like, definitely if you're going to Penn State, don't be very careful if you're underage during state patty. State, like, do not go to that shit because they've been cracking down that really hard unless you have some, you know, really reliable connections. Like, if you know someone that's not going to be a big party, like, I just be careful because I mean, I was, I was a, you know, I, I was a college student. I've drank underage here before, never got caught. You know, I'm old enough now, you know, go ahead, write me up for that shit. But, like, you know, I would, you know, be careful walking around at night. Because, yeah. You know, I was stupid. I never paid for Uber. So I didn't have the money for that. Shouldn't I? I mean, I never drove, but I always walk.
1: And the thing too is, I will say, on campus is extremely safe. But off campus, I've I've had some, I've uh, one or two, kind of scary situations. And I'm I've I've always been 100% sober. As you guys well know, I just, I don't drink, but some other people could have gotten some seriously bad situations. And people have gotten into bad situations. There's been rapes, there's been robberies, there's been all kinds of shit. I mean, it's, and there are cops out there, but they can't watch every little block. And, you know, if you're going to be a freshman, you're going to get a drink, you know, be very careful with it, because as Penn State has become infamous for there has been a fraternity death because of stupid drinking and stupid um, behaviors in general and I get people are gonna do it and if you want to do it you know I can't stop you but you need to be safe and responsible about it it's a test to your maturity and a lot of people are going to be immature at first but that's when bad things can happen and you just need to be smart about it or as smart as you can be or else something bad can happen
0: yeah, that's that's the thing. It be real careful, especially drinking. If you're gonna be, you know, smoking pot, like just remember, you know, the dorms are not safe by any means for any sort of debauchery going on. Yeah. you will get caught. You try that shit on the dorms, like you know, maybe you can sort of, maybe you won't for a while. But you know, you start getting lazy with that, you're gonna end up. And it's not, you know, it's it's not just a slap on the wrist all the time like that. Especially if you're going for certain jobs like teaching, like that can be a real issue. Mm-hmm. Like going to college for a teaching degree and then getting underage and then boom, and TA, like you're screwed.
1: And if you're even if you're doing off campus, like be very careful because some of these parties can be really sketchy. Drinks do get spiked. It happens. It's I think a bit more frequent than people think or would like to think. It's not. Perfect.
0: I mean, it can happen to guys, but it's mostly from. It's for, you
1: know, yeah, it's for women, and that's the thing too. Is like what we're talking about is general, was but for women specifically, you need to be extra, extra safe because it's a bunch of horny guys, uh, drunk horny guys, and that's a bad combination.
0: Yeah, and, and I just like you know with the fraternities and stuff like Oof. you know if you don't have a ton of like if you have to go pay for college yourself, fraternities probably aren't what you should be doing. Like, I mean, there's probably some value to them, but honestly, like, even the cheaper ones, they're still way more expensive than living off campus normally. And, like, even probably, you know, especially with all the drinking and stupid shit you're going to be doing, like, like... I, I just can't really recommend doing that if you have to go and pay for things yourself. Like- and,
1: and be careful. If you're going to get into a frat, be careful which ones you choose. Like Do some extreme vetting on them because there are some frats that are well known as, quote unquote, this is what I've heard from somebody that ran basically the safety side of sororities was they're known as rapey frats. And they would tell their sorority sisters, don't go to them, and they would still fucking go. But you don't want to get tied up in that. Like, even if you didn't do anything wrong, just being associated with one that does something wrong is really bad. Associations can be very dangerous.
0: Yeah, you know, even if you didn't participate in the, you know, whatever degenerate shit goes on in there, like, it can, it'll follow you. And, you know, it could throw your whole college career away. Like, look what happened to the guys who were with the one frat who had the guy called on the staircase, you know. Good luck at them. Like, whenever someone does a job or anything, that's that's pretty (laughs)
1: tough. Oh, what was this frat? I've heard of it before. Where where have I heard of this before? Um, might have been the news. (laughs) You know, it's like, yeah, you don't want that. Be careful, frats. I I recommend not doing them, but if you're going to do them, extreme vetting.
0: And I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's a certain... and we have one person that's a friend of ours that would probably have more information on Mm. this like there's still some frats out there that are like probably more old school and like they don't they aren't like 100 percent party focused like i see value in the concept of the return oh yeah i don't know if it's all like if they're all very similar in terms of the shit that they do or if they have ones that are more like you know, networking related and, you know, friendship and brotherhood.
1: And then there's also the secret societies. We'll talk about some extra networking. There's that, but those, those are interesting. If you do get into one, I recommend infiltrating it. That'd be pretty cool.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But I have no idea what happens in those. Like they're just so, you know, secretive. (laughs) So, I mean, you really don't know what happens over there. And, just remember, whatever happens in these places behind closed doors, it could have, like, one of these days, just this it could come out into the limelight. And, you know, if you did something really bad there, that um, it's not going to stay secret forever. Well,
1: because, once we that, be careful what you say online. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, that's a hard thing, like, If you post something in a, you know, group chat, especially GroupMe, and even if you don't have your name necessarily associated with it, just pretend that potential employers could see it, you know, be very careful with what you put on there. That's one of the biggest things. Like, it happens pretty much every year. Some sort of chat gets leaked you might think you know your friends over there, but you really don't.
1: Mm-hmm. And be careful you post on Snapchat. That shit doesn't disappear like they like you to think it does. It does not fucking disappear. And people can record shit and take pictures of their friends' phones, of what they're seeing on Snapchat.
0: Yeah, I'd be careful of that. You know, it's all that stuff you'll learn. Like, you know, there's no real secure way to communicate online. Like, I mean, you're better, like, doing it voice, but people can still record that, like, best way would probably be in person if you want to discuss anything remotely controversial that you wouldn't want your mom reading
1: yeah
0: i mean it's one thing if you have a club that talks about drinking okay even like minor pot use okay but you know you talk about like serious stuff that you don't want getting leaked out don't don't trust whatever messaging app you're going to be using don't trust zoom don't trust any of that stuff you know do it in person because that's the only way you can have a modicum of security and you know just be careful of like i guess um you know be careful who you make enemies with like just be aware (laughs) of what you do yeah you know shit can follow you just try to live a life that you're honest like don't lie to people like i mean especially nowadays you're seeing that here and the elitists, they they're gonna exist, you know, try take them down when you can. Don't try not to be like them. Try to go and run whatever if you're gonna run an organization, run it in an honest fashion. Try to be better, like try to act don't just try to do stuff to get on a resume.
1: Yeah. That's And the th- last thing I'll mention too is like since we live in a I guess we still live in a Me Too era, or maybe it's a post Me Too era. Just remember that there will be people that you know there, there's a lot of bad stuff that genuinely happens but there are also very bad people that will try to ruin your life and you know some instances too that if you see something it, it, you know the same if you see something say something you know, if you see something bad happening report that shit because not only is it just awful to you know not if if something like let's say somebody gets raped and you don't you know about it you or you witness it or whatever and you don't do anything about it that's bad in of itself like that's really bad but if you don't do something well i can come back to bite you too and maybe that's good social pressure then but yeah you gotta realize that the serious as much as college is fun and games there's serious shit that happens and i i mean like i said like there, yeah like you're saying, too, things can come back to home. like Look at Kavanaugh. And even though he, in our opinion, did nothing wrong and didn't do the things that he was accused of, there were still accusations made at him. Now imagine if you put yourself in a situation where you might not have done something, but it might look like you had, or you were at the wrong place at the wrong time. You, know, you need to be careful of that. I mean, it's 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 something that's hard to prevent in some ways, but it is preventable by just not putting yourself in bad situations. And with the parties, be extra careful. I mean, I I've had some close run-ins with you know, and I have some theories on what could have happened at some parties. But I've had some close run-ins where something bad may or may not have happened. I to people I know, and we've dealt with it kind of, but. Sometimes you don't even know, and you don't really—you you can't trust these guys. I'll say that. There's a lot of good guys out there, but there's a lot of guys you just can't trust but you don't know them.
0: Uh, if you know someone's untrustworthy, warn your friends about these people. Too, yes, yes. Because that you know that's just being a good friend. If you if you know someone's a bad apple, try to warn people and do it in a tactful way. Because there's nothing worse than. You know, having someone, oh yeah, we knew this guy he was no good. You you knew this girl was untrustworthy, and then you know. Then something, something
1: happens. happens.
0: And then you know your friend is in trouble now. They have a black mark on their record, basically. And yeah, just be careful who you associate with too. Like, you know, that can happen. You think you know people, and you don't, and wow. that can be a scary thing because you get you get one real bad person, they can make the rest of your life miserable, depending on how much you're actually associated with this person. Yeah. And, you know, just know that not all people out there are good people. Like, you know, you think that they are, There's some people who are actual psychopaths and a lot of people, this might be the first time they realize that. Mm-hmm.
1: You
0: know? And it's in college. It's not like high school where you're all kind of forced to associate with people. You can choose who you want to be friends with and who you don't want anything to do with for the most part.
1: Yeah, and if you're a woman, too, like, don't go, I mean, nobody should go to parties alone, but if you're a woman, like, make sure you know who's at parties, and don't take an empty, or you know, um, an open drink, don't put your drink down, and be very alert. That's the problem I have with when women, like, get super drunk at parties, is they're, they are not alert, and people will use and abuse them. Bad shit will happen. I agree with
0: that.
1: But any last words of wisdom before we close out?
0: Yeah, no, I mean, you try to do everything. You can try to do everything right. Sometimes things will go out the right way. Just try to go and make the most of your time there. Like going into college, you can feel like it it drags on sometimes. But sooner or later, you're going to look back at those days and think the best of it. Like my brother, you know, he went to a smaller college He never really had the he didn't have anywhere near the same experience as me and like honestly from the time that he graduated high school to like now he's not really changed as much as i did when i first went to college and when i'm back now like you now still talk to my old friends but it's not the same as the people i met in college like it's just a life-changing experience you know let it have that experience enjoy it
1: mm-hmm. and then- take advantage of every all of it because you never know what's going to happen. There could be a fucking global pandemic that cuts it short and you'll have regrets like I did, which it's, I hope to make up for.
0: It's, it's a change, but you know, it's it's a good change sometimes. Like not, not that pandemic, so that's <laughs> that stuff, like college in general.
1: Yeah, it's a good change.
0: It's something different and you know, you are going to change from it and accept that. You know, not all change is bad.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: change is good either. You know, be aware of who you're becoming. You know, you can reinvent yourself. Don't make yourself into, you know, like from fucking atypical to dorm rat. <laughs> you wanna basically be the best you that you can be you wanna and always pretend, you know, always think there could be that great connection over here. That person that I could get meet over here, that potential employer. Because you know very well could be. You know, put your best self forward. Try not to make a bad name for yourself try to make as many friends as early as possible and try to basically live live life know that everyone's college experience is going to be different and you know, everyone's going to have regrets but you know nothing nothing to the point unless you try not to do anything to the point that you makes you regret going to college at all just make you regret not doing something else you're going to make even better you know it's always room for improvement but try not to ruin it for you or anyone else it's a growing time you get to become an adult everyone makes mistakes and for some mistakes it's better to make it off in college than anywhere else others probably not but you know you'll learn
1: yeah don't don't do stupid shit don't fuck up keep your grades up and have fun well that's i think all we'll have for tonight thank you everyone for tuning into another real news quarantine it's been an interesting, uh, little reflection on our college experience. Hope you found insightful, and we'll see you next time. As always, have a nice day, subscribe to the channel, and wash your hands, bitches.